Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a best-selling author, self-made millionaire, top recruiter, network marketing coach, and branding ninja on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. Join us as we dive into the action-oriented strategies that are gonna allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of The Gold Digger Girl. I'm so excited because I have special guest, Steph Weber, and she is the host of the podcast As Told By Us. She's also a creator of The Weber Company, and she is one of my new business besties. We met in a, in a, pre, a coaching group together, and I fell in love instantly. I got obsessed with her Instagram reels, and let's just say it was history since then. So Steph, welcome on. <laughs> I just love you. I love your personality. I love everything about you. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Kimberly. I super appreciate that. Reels, reels have been awesome for connections this year. So super fun, but I'm excited to be here. So thank you. Yeah. And I think that the thing is you stood out to me right away, right? Like it, there's, there's something special about you and I know you know that, but you also are very strategic about the way you're showing up with that special sauce. And my listeners are mostly network marketers, direct sellers, female entrepreneurs who really want to show up on social media. They really do but they're getting stuck when it comes to that messaging and who they are. So do you mind first introducing yourself so listeners can get to know you because there should be some newbies, a little bit about you, how you got into entrepreneurship and then found this zone of genius that you do currently. Yes, absolutely. I would love to. So I have entrepreneurial spirit in my veins. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur and so I've grown up around entrepreneurship. And when I turned 17, my parents are basically like, we're gonna get your car, but you have to pay for the gas. So if you wanna be able to drive it places, you need to have a job. So I knew that working in like the restaurant industry was not my gift. I knew that working necessarily in like a mall type setting wasn't probably gonna be what I wanted to do. So I started applying for small businesses that were in Indianapolis at the time, that's where I'm from. So I got a job as a sales associate with a local boutique there. And I worked with them all throughout college. I paid for school. Um, our family unfortunately lost our small business. Um, this is another reason why I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship and the dreams that these entrepreneurs have. But anyway, my parents were not able to financially contribute to my college education. So I worked three jobs, maintained full-time student status, had a long distance boyfriend who is now my husband and was doing all of the things. So I've been running 120 miles an hour for basically my whole life. And that's just how I am. Um, but in working with so many different entrepreneurs and really figuring out what their need was when it came to branding and marketing and social media and all of these different pieces, I needed to figure out my zone of genius in terms of being able to help them. So I went to school for PR and advertising, learned about this idea of blogging. And since I was in the fashion and beauty kind of space, I was like, I can blog. People, people want to know about that. I want to tell them more. So I created my first brand, which was Trendy and Indie. And it was very much fashion, beauty, travel focused. I had partnerships all over the place. I mean, I had hotel partnerships in Europe when my brother and I went um, oh in 2018. Goodness. So it grew massively, which was, which was really awesome. But I got to a point in that business where I was like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I don't want to scale it in the way that I feel like, I felt like I was always trying to keep up with the Joneses. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is not who I am. And I know that this is not serving my larger purpose, which is really to help entrepreneurs be able to 
build a brand, be able to grow their business, be able to scale and have a sustainable business, right? Mm -hmm. So I started doing consulting just through branding because I mean, that's what I had been doing for the small businesses that I was working with in the fashion industry anyway. I interned in New York City. I mean, I've, I've had a well-rounded experience when it comes to branding and marketing and seeing how various different businesses operate. So I was like, I know that there are businesses out there that are really struggling with this and they're throwing up a post on Instagram and hoping for the best. And we all know that hope is not really a great strategy when it comes to our marketing and growing our businesses. So I needed to figure out how I could serve those entrepreneurs in a different way that would, would add value to their business and help them help them scale. So um, enter coaching um, and the Weber Co. rebranded in 2019 to the Weber Co. as you see it today. And uh, here we are. So it's kind of the short version of a long story, but really recognized a need that entrepreneurs had in terms of building that solid brand foundation. And that's the way that I teach branding and marketing. You can't have one without the one without the other. They're kind of like Oreos and milk. Like they're good alone, but they're like Amazing together. Together. Like <laughs> that, that's like the analogy that I like to use. Um, but I would say that when I teach branding, it's very much that solid foundation for your messaging, for your avatar, for getting crystal clear around who you serve, how you do it in your unique way and why it matters. And then I teach marketing strategies that help you multiply that message. Oh my gosh, you're like a dream come true. Where were you three years ago when I was limping along? <laughs> You'd go back and be like, somebody help that chick out. So if, uh, these, these gals that are listening, they want this. Like they are like, I wanna retire my husband. I wanna be home with my kids. Like you have your, your story of your big why with your, your family seeing that it gets you right. And so they've got these like huge hearts, huge drive. I mean, they really are trying. However, I've noticed that they're fumbling around every day only because they don't have direction or clarity. So it's not lack of intention. So when I'm working with them, what I'm noticing is that they don't, they don't have like the big picture brand figured out to then say, okay, what is, what's my wall look like? What are my lives? What's my stories look like? And then could I funnel people into a Facebook group? I'm also selling a product, but I want to promote the business side. And some of them are like help coaches, like there's all these pieces. So can you talk a little bit about why it's important to have that umbrella brand identity of who you are and then how you can build under that? Yes, absolutely. Well, Kimberly, especially being that so much of your audience they're network marketers, right? So I think that so many network marketers get into whatever product it is that they're going to sell and think that that's their brand. Yep. You, are, you are not the product that you are selling. You are your own individual person and your own individual brand. And you have to think about it in this way. There are thousands of other reps for whatever company that you are representing. I could go select any of them, but I'm going to choose you because of who you are. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you all sell the same product virtually, or you have the same business opportunity, whatever it may be. But what makes me pick you is the brand that you've cultivated and the brand that you've created and how you're sharing that with the world and how you're showing up. So you have to have that overarching umbrella or it's not going to work for you. You have to make sure that you are the brand at the very top and then you build and scale out from there. And, and I have, I work with network marketers as well. And so many of them are still leveraging the products that they sell and that they love and that they promote, but they're also creating various different streams of revenue, which ultimately help you build and scale your business. Right. But they're the brand first and they figured out their messaging and how they want to serve the world in their own unique way and what that needs to look like for them. I mean, we all have different life circumstances, right? 
Uh, right now, currently at the time of this recording, I'm 20 weeks pregnant with our very first baby. So my life is going to drastically change in the next year. And I know that that will shift a little bit of my messaging and allow me to reach a different audience that I haven't been able to reach up until this point, which I think will be really cool to see how my business pivots and changes. And that's the great thing about building your brand is that it allows that fluidity. It allows you to be able to grow and scale as you personally grow and scale. And that's the purpose of having that like overarching umbrella brand. You've really figured out who it is that you serve, how you serve them well, how you do it in your unique way. And they're willing to go with the flow for you because they love you. And that's what's really important to keep in mind as you're building a brand that creates that sustainability in your business. Okay. That's amazing. And congratulations, by the way. Thank so you. exciting. It's a sweet spot of pregnancy. I loved being pregnant. I loved all of it. So, <laughs> so with the, how could you simplify when you said the umbrella brand, the personal brand, what does that mean? Like, how can they walk away going, okay, this is the simple, just playbook of this. I've kind of figured it to be, what's the feel? Like when people think of Kimberly Olson, I always hear like, like if I see people in public at events, they're like gold digger girl. Like they don't even know my name. So, or like the little diamond or people will send me pictures of, they saw a gold digger cup at, you know, the dollar store, but like, there's a feel, there's a sense, there's a look to my content, but what does it mean to build a personal brand? Like how you're showing up? What is the simple way to describe that? Yes. That's such a great question. So I think Kimberly, what it really comes down to is making sure that your messaging is very much in alignment with who you are as an individual, who you are as a human being. So you can walk through a series of a couple of different questions. I'll, I'll list a few. What's the impact that you want to make? Who is it that you want to serve in the biggest and best way? Um, why is it that you got started with this in the first place? What's your future vision for the way that you see your own world and the world of the lives that you impact, right? So you can kind of think about it in terms of, in the way that I, the way that I teach, I always come from a place of service. I always come from a place of like, how can I lead with a servant's heart? How can I pour into my community? How can I impact the lives of others and make someone's day or help them have an aha moment or help them feel less alone? Your brand is really about the connection that you're building with people. And you have to make sure that there is a, it used to be that branding, the idea of branding was like fonts, logos, and colors. Mm -hmm. While that is definitely a piece of the brand because it's the visual piece that is important and supports the message as a whole, it is not all-encompassing. You have to make sure that your brand conveys a certain emotion, helps people feel a certain way, allows them to recognize you as the gold digger girl at events and that kind of thing. They have to have that tie there and that connection piece there so that when they see you out in public or so that when they see something on social media, they're going, oh yeah, Kimberly, this is her brand. And they're, they're tying all of those pieces together and it makes them feel something. So your brand is very much about how you're perceived. It's about how, how you make people feel, the impact that you have on others. A couple other things that you can think about here are, you know, when you're thinking about your brand, who are you? What is it that you do in your unique way? And why does it matter to others? What's the impact? You know, people are asking the question, what's in it for me? You, your brand has to exist to clearly answer that through the content that you're producing, through the connections that you're making, through the conversations you're having in the DMs, you have to come from a place of leading people and guiding them and serving them well to create that solid brand foundation. 
Yeah. Amen. Because a lot of, and you know this because you work with network marketers, a lot of trainers are still teaching to cold message. I mean, it's like an epidemic. No, I'm not even kidding. Like right now, like it's happening. So, and uplines are like this one girl's like, she told us every day we have to do a power hour. We go on Instagram and we cold message people. Like you should see these scripts. So what I've told people is, and this is actually bringing it full circle is whenever I've met people in public, they've said, you helped me with blank. We used your 15 minute Facebook party strategy and we relaunched our entire team and they're on fire. Or, oh my gosh, I watched, I watch your lives every week and they help me so much. Or I listen to your podcast. They're not like, oh, because you sent me that script, you know, like it's not anything about me. It's always about how I helped them. So that's the proof right there. Like what you just said, but with, with how can you leave with a servant's heart? Cause I offering value, I always say that. And I feel like it's getting watered down a little bit, but when you're thinking about making the connections in the DM, when you just said that, you guys, she's not talking about reach outs. This word reach out, reach out to people, see if they're open. No, 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 girl, wash your mouth out. So with that being said, Steph, when you talk about in the DM, what are what do you mean by that? Can you expand on what does that look like to have a, a real connection in a DM? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it has to start with building a relationship first. And so kind of the way that I like, to, kind of the way that I like to explain this is you go to a cocktail party and there are people there that you don't know. You're networking with them. You're not going to go up to them at the cocktail party and say, hey, this is my product. Do you want to join the business with me? <laughs> They're going to be like, well, girl, that was that you came on way too strong and that was way too much for me. That's the same thing that's happening in the DM conversations when you go right in with an excuse me, with an offer of sorts, with an offer of some kind. And that's what you want to be able to avoid. So going back to my example of my cocktail party, you're going to go, you're going to network, you're going to, you're going to build a relationship with them first. And I don't know about you, but I don't walk up to people and just start talking about myself. Um, so I walk up to people and I ask them questions about who they are and I get to know them and I relationship build with them. So essentially I'm going, every time I'm having a conversation with somebody in the DM or in person for that matter, how can I impact them? How can I, how can I make their day? How can I help them in some, some capacity today? Even if it's sending them to a podcast episode or getting them in my Facebook group, whatever that may be, I'm just there to serve. I'm there to help people and I'm there to guide. I do not go into it. I do not go into any DM conversation or at my cocktail party going, okay, how can I make money from these people today? <laughs> Who can I can connect with to make money off of? Because when you go in with that intention, every message you send is going to feel that way. Mm -hmm. So going back to the cocktail party, you go, you network with people, you're getting to know them, you're asking them questions, and then you extend the invite after you've gotten to know them, after you're like, I think we could be good friends, or I think there's opportunity for us to be able to benefit one another. I think there's opportunity to be able to help them in a different way through whatever it is that I do then you're going to extend an invitation to brunch with you the next day. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So then you're going to invite them to take the next step. Maybe that's joining your Facebook group. Maybe it's getting on your email list. Maybe it is buying your product. Maybe it is getting on a phone call with you, but you have to have that conversation with people first in order to sort of kind of qualify them, but just genuinely build a relationship first. It can't come from a place of how much money can I make off of these platforms today? Because that will come across in any content that you produce. And I hope y'all like really, really hear what she's saying because I'll, I'll teach it like in a group setting and then I'm getting messages from girls that were just on the group setting the call and they're like, so how exactly do I sell though? Like, how do I sell my thing without posting it? How will people know? <laughs> they're going to know because you've identified a pain point and then you say, oh, I, 
I'm using this other thing. It's awesome. You want me to get you a link? Like, what would you do if you went to brunch with a girlfriend and she's sitting there with you going, I haven't been able to sleep. Um, you know, my little ones keep waking me up. My mind's going and I just can't sleep. I don't want to do medication. Oh girl, you've got to try this like natural thing. I don't know. I'm just thinking this up, but this natural right. thing, it's helped me so much. I used to be you. I would have, I thought I had insomnia, but now I sleep like a baby. I wake up refreshed. If you want more info, I'll shoot you a text. Like that would be normal, right? Like having brunch and just chatting and sharing, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. For some reason we get on social media and we like, we like panic. Okay. It's like, we don't know who we are and we're behind <laughs> a keyboard or we're behind our phones. And we're like, we don't know how to like have human connection. And I'm like, it has to be the same as if you were to connect with somebody in real life. And that's what I tell people too, even about live video. I have clients who are like, I'm so afraid to go live or I'm so afraid to show up in video. And I'm like, you can't think about it as like having a camera in front of your face. You have to think about it as you're having a conversation with a group of friends who wants and needs what you have to offer because it's so powerful and they're like craving it. You have to show up for people and you almost have to remove yourself from it. You have to remove yourself and go, okay, how can I help serve you? How can I benefit you? And that requires me to show up in this way, or that requires me to build a relationship. I think the biggest thing with the DM strategy, Kimberly, that so many network marketers like miss is that they're trying to make it quick, fast, and easy. There's nothing quick, fast, and easy about building a sustainable business. If you want to build a sustainable business and you want to be in it for the long haul, you have to put in the work and the effort in order to get there. It can't come from like sleazy sales messages. That's what I like to say. I'm always like, we can't do sleazy sales. That's uh -huh. never going to work. It's not going to build a business for you. So you have to put in the work and the time and the effort in order to make that happen. Yeah. And even if you get that one, because people, I saw like a report, this guy was like, he reached out to like a thousand people and he got one, one business builder. And I was like, that's first off, I would be done after that. But second, how duplicatable is that? Like the person who experienced that sleazy message is like, that's who you're attracting is someone who's like a sleazy message, sign me up. But also, and if you responded to sleazy messages, it's okay, like we're, no judgment, but just think about the duplication. And then you, they're perceiving, oh, this is how I could build my business and reach out to thousand people a week. Like nobody's going to do that, you guys. Like you might be the super energized, like I'm going to do anything person, but we have to think about the average, you know, Joan off the street. Can you bring Joan into your, your network and get into your organization and get her a win and get her going? If if that's the model, then no, you couldn't do it. So you want to look at ways that you are building your business. And like you said, if you're going for the quick win in the sale, they're going to sense it energetically. But if you come without an agenda, like I was recognized as the number two recruiter this year for my company globally at my level. And guess how many sleazy messages I sent out? None. And when I talk to people, you guys, I never am trying to recruit them ever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would tweak that on your message there. Oh yeah, here, watch this video. Oh, let, I just tagged you in a unit. And then later they're like, Hey, are you still, can I work with you? Like, I'd like to know what you do. Like they don't even know what company it is. And so if you're exhausted from this, if you're just like, I don't know what to do. Just tell me what to do. First thing, listen to what she just said, lead with value, but also Steph, can you talk about the, them going on right now onto social media? Okay. They're hearing what you're saying. Of course, we're going to have them connect with you and get your Facebook group and get some real training. But for those listening like today, they're like, okay, I hear what you're saying but they're struggling with the, the self-worth piece because a lot of them, like you said, with the Facebook live, a lot of them are like, yeah, but I don't know what to say. And I don't think anyone would want to hear it. I just had this with a client yesterday actually. And she was just like, oh, I'm over. Like it does people even care. And I said, who are these people? I said, tell me about someone recently that you've talked to that you really helped. And she was telling me, I'm like her, think of her on the other side of that message. 
So what would you say to those that are struggling with the self-worth piece? What do you coach on with that? Yeah, that's such a great question. And honestly, Kimberly, I think that this is something that every entrepreneur struggles with. I see it with so many different people. And it's even if you think about it, like just the procrastination of whatever it is that you're putting off, you're putting off the live video, you're putting off launching the course, you're putting off starting the business, you're putting off reaching out to people and like building those connections because you're afraid or you don't feel like what you have to offer is of value or you're stuck in this, I don't know where to start or I don't know where to go. You guys start with your story. Start with your own personal story. We all have unique life experiences that are individual to us, but that helped us that help us build connection at the end of the day. And people are looking for that. We're craving that, especially in the year of 2020. Now more than ever, we are looking for genuine connection, actual points of relatability where people feel like they're getting kind of an inside peek. Like let's just say, for example, that you're a mom of three kids and you're building your network marketing biz and you're starting to build your team. Share the story of that, share the journey, share the why behind that, share why it was that you decided to get started. Every mom, there are probably multiple moms of three that have, <laughs> that are starting network marketing businesses, right? But everyone's why is a little bit different and unique to them. So share that, start with that, start with building those personal connections and remove yourself from it. But think of it as a, as a piece of whatever I share today is going to impact someone. Even if it's one person, I always say that the power of one is so crucial. The one person that says, Kimberly, I loved what you had to share today and thank you because it really helped inspire me. It helped fuel my fire again that I had been missing for a while or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like that power of one leaves a ripple effect that you may not even be aware of for years and years and years to come. I mean, I'll just give a prime example. I hosted a conference in 2019 at the in February when my brand had just started to pivot. I had 150 women come to this conference. I was known I was known in Indianapolis as like a fashion and beauty influencer. And my brand had literally just in the last few months started to pivot. 150 women who want to build businesses or who are building businesses came to this conference. And from that day, I still get messages of people going, thank you so much for hosting that because it allowed me to have, it allowed me to connect with a business partner. It allowed me to have a friend that I needed a few months down the line in a really hard season of life, whatever that may be. And if I wouldn't have said yes to myself and I wouldn't have just taken the leap and said, I'm gonna to try to host this conference and see what happens, those points of connections, those relationships would not have happened. And think about how important relationships as a whole are in your life. And as you're growing a business, as you're growing a family, whatever it may be, you have to have that. So you have to be able to remove yourself enough from it that you can say, you know what, whatever I have to share today is gonna to impact someone out there. Whether I hear about it or I don't, I know for a fact that it's going to impact someone and it will, it will. Some, not everybody voices their like opinions on, oh, thanks for that. Like, I really, I really appreciated it or whatever. They sometimes just engage in, in maybe a more passive way, but you've still helped someone. You've still benefited them in some capacity. So you have to show up and you have to give yourself permission to say, I am worth it. I am worthy and I am deserving of this because you are, but you have to claim that for yourself. No one's going to claim it for you. You have to claim it for yourself and be able to move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. There was a, and for, if you're starting out, you're not getting a lot of engagement. People are watching you. So you just have to remember that. Don't get caught up in the likes and the comments. I had a girl who she messaged me three months later and she goes, yeah, you did a live talk about your overcoming your alcohol addiction. And she was like, it clicked something you said. And she's like, I am 90 days sober. Like I have never talked to her, you guys, like I have chills. Like, what if I wouldn't have shared that with her? Like, it's not easy to talk about that. Right. But she didn't give me that 
validation that day messaging me going, oh my gosh, thank you, girl. And I just had to trust because I always go by my gut instinct and God, and I'm just like, okay, just do it. So if you're just getting started and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, it's, it's going to feel like it's falling on deaf ears. And you're going to feel like, okay, what's the point? I'm not Steph. I'm not a, you know, a blogger. I'm not an influencer, but we all started somewhere, right? Like when I first started, there was nothing happening. And then I kept showing up and showing up and then it grew and grew and grew. So to finish, what would be like a piece of advice for those who are listening? And they're like, okay, I'm all in. Like, I want to do this. I'm shaky on my confidence, but I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm not going to send any sales messages, spammy, sleazy sales messages, but I'm going to start working on connection. What would be like your piece of advice for them to get started today? Stay consistent. Don't give up on yourself and continue to move forward. Even, even on the days where you are trying to connect on Instagram or you're producing content and it flops, you're going to have those days. You're going to have those times, but those that push through and those that are like, well, that flops, let's figure out what we need to do next. Those are the ones that are going to build a business for the long term. Those are the ones that are going to have a brand full of what I like to call raving brand fans. I'm not here for a follower count. I'm not here for followers. I'm here for raving brand fans that want and need what I have to offer, that want to be a part of my community, that actively want to participate in it. I'm not looking for passive, just like a follower count under my name. And that comes from being consistent. And even on the days that are hard, or even on the days where I don't feel like it, or even on the days where I'm like, that was not a great post, like, but whatever. I keep showing up day after day after day because that's what's required of me to get to the level of success that I am looking for and to get to the level of impact that I know I can make. So you have to keep going and you have to keep pushing and it's not going to be easy. And like entrepreneurship is not fluffy and rainbows and butterflies. And anyone who tells you that it is, is a liar. So don't, <laughs> don't trust them. But if you continue to show up consistently and you can continue to push yourself and you are, are willing to put in the work that is required to get where it is that you want to go. And you stay focused on the vision that you have for your life and the lives of those that you're going to impact, you will soar. Oh, I love that. And the, the biggest thing you've said, and you saw this because you grew up with parents with a small business is, you know, guys, you've got to stop trying to like recruit 10 people this week. If you haven't got this foundation laid down, like really slow your role and say, okay, I'm building an empire. Even if your empire is part-time, you want to go to Target every month on a shopping spree, but like slow your roll. Because when you do that, you really do let go of the outcome and you come from a place of creation and abundance and getting aligned with who you want to be around versus like forcing it. And then you're just kind of squelching the one thing that you're trying to attract. So that's huge. I don't think people talk about that enough for sure. So you talked about your community. How can they learn more from you? I, I know you have a rockin' Facebook group. We'll put it in the show notes, you guys. What is the name of it? Yes, it is called Brand Building Rockstars with the Weber Co. So my, all, of, all of my community, I refer to everyone as rockstars. So you'll hear me talk about that a bit, but that is what that is. So yeah, I would love to have you guys in there. You can follow me, of course, on Instagram. It's just at the Weber Co. You can connect with me on my Facebook page. But the group is really where it's at. The group okay. is where is the group is where we're hanging out okay awesome and I know you do cool challenges in there I've seen some of the stuff you've had that really gets people focused and intentional and 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 all of that and you have programs and coaching that 
if they want to DM you or ask you more about it, you have some stuff to really like take them under your wing and help them. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. We have, we have several different coaching programs that we offer. I love that is like where my heart thrives in this business is being able to coach entrepreneurs and watch them win. And it's awesome. Um, but I encourage you to join the Facebook group first, because I think it's important for you to know who you're being led by. Um, and the Facebook group is a great space for free value. And, uh, just to kind of get started with thinking through piecing together branding and marketing and what that needs to look like for your business. Okay. Awesome. All right, guys. So your homework is join her Facebook group, follow her on Instagram. Oh, take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast. So just take a screenshot on your phone and then tag me, the Gold Digger Girl, G-O-A-L, and I'll shout you out. And then tag Steph at the Weber Co. It's W-E-B-E-R-C-O, the Weber Co. Tag her and I know she'll shout you out too because she's really, really heavy on Instagram. And make sure you're watching her Instagram reels because I love them. They're so, so great. You just are just a ball of energy. I just love being around you. And uh, I'm just excited and honored that we can have this conversation. So thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you, Kimberly, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Appreciate it. And for until next time, for those listening, get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.